Industry Insider is only available at Promo Corner, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Each Monday, they discuss, dissect, and debate a single issue impacting the world of promotional marketing from every industry perspective. Now, it's time for Promo Corner's Industry Insider. Welcome to another edition of the Industry Insider, your promotional products podcast where you can get all the nerdy news you need to know about. My name is Jeff Franklin. I'm the National Accounts Manager with Headware USA. And I'm joined today by three other lovely folks. But before we get to them, I need to tell you guys that we are brought to you today by TechWeld USA. Listen, in a, in a world right now uh, filled with, uh, with worry about you know, overseas products, uh, you know, TechWeld's got a lot of USA-made products to help separate themselves from the promotional products pack. So definitely check them out for that stuff. Uh, we can talk hand sanitizers. Again, due to the outbreak of the pandemic uh, coronavirus, this is something that is trending worldwide, obviously, with hand sanitizers. CDC recommends that uh, you sanitize and you wash your hands to help prevent the spread of the disease. Uh, and they have plenty of sanitizer SKUs to help combat the spread of the virus. They've also got a lot of FDA-compliant products. Um, in, a, in a time of uncertainty, knowledge that a product is FDA compliant is key in allowing the customers to feel at ease when placing their orders. So listen, if you've had any of that in your life in the last year, uh, be sure to check them out at techweld.com. You will not be sorry that you did. Uh, I did say that I was joined by three other lovely folks. We're excited. We've got a a beaming ray of light with us today. Uh, But before we get to her, why don't we talk about uh, or talk to Stephen McFadden with Perfect Promotions and more. How are you? I'm doing well. We are going to have 70 degrees it looks Today. sunny. It is. It is great. I need sun. I put on a polo shirt and realized that I've got like just whiteness. <laughs> so, like yeah. a little bear. Yeah. <laughs> the skin needs a little bit of uh, vitamin. Yeah, it needs something. I'm right there with you. Um, you know, uh, I, I think I said this before, but right, like literally right before the, uh, the, the lockdown started, I was in Hawaii for a week. Yeah. Right. Um, so I went straight from Hawaii to lockdown. Uh, so my skin needs it too. Trust me. Meg Erber with SNS Activewear. How are you doing today? I love your earmuffs. I know I'm having some crazy computer problems today. So earmuffs it is. Awesome. <laughs> uh, look, you rock it. And, uh, Brittany David, all the way from the UK, as you can tell by the backlighting, just kidding. <laughs> so close. So close. It's those tanning beds, man, Brittany. <laughs> I know. I know. I look like I've been uh, to Hawaii. However, uh, the mountains and the sun have made me. Look like it. something about Mary. Fair enough. <laughs> well, listen, Brittany, we're super excited to have you on today. Uh, for those of you guys that don't know, our topic for today is uh, sort of badass women in promo. Uh, you know, we'll we'll maybe talk a little bit of Snugs USA. We'll talk uh, maybe a little bit of PPAI. As Brittany is, are you the youngest president ever on the on a PPAI? I don't know. Maybe that's probably at the bottom. So for those of you that don't know, Jeff, <laughs> Jeff, Jeff has claimed to be the youngest president uh, of a regional association since, ever since we've had other people well, on. He always wants to know how. Already? Yeah. Yeah, but that's just a regional. Brittany, Brittany David is so much more beyond me. She was, she was the president and chairperson of the yes. AI board. This is nationwide, folks. She's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of work. I don't know so fancy. for a young person. I mean. Are you still side parting your hair? I don't know. I don't know. I know it's starting to move closer and closer to the middle since I figured out I never was cool. And now it like shows it even more. Yeah. <laughs> side part for days. 
I know. Brittany David, for those of us that are, for those that are listening that don't, maybe don't know who you are, uh, why don't you give us just a quick three to four minute rundown of all things Brittany David, how you got started in the industry uh, and what you've been up to since. Ah, three to four. Um, so I started at Sage. I used to live in Texas and worked for Verizon as a DSL engineer and then found myself into working at some large uh, hotels in Dallas and Sage had held their event back in the day at one of those hotels and through random connections ended up working for Sage, which was super weird to explain to my friends because as you know, our industry is hard to talk about anyway. It's like, yeah, I put a logo on pens and stuff, right? But trying to figure out what Sage was, is it's kind of this Google, but it's only for people in this industry that you don't know about. So anyway, I worked there for about five years and then picked up and headed out to Utah to work for Snugs. Um, so I've been here for about 10 years and I am the chief revenue officer over here. And then, yeah, I just completed a five-year term on the PPAI board of directors and I've been out for about five weeks and it feels like forever. So I'm so old news. So did you move to Utah <laughs> because of the job at, at Snugs? I did. I was friends with Sidra Newell and she's like, hey, come pack up all of your stuff and take a job at Snugs. And I was like, well, that sounds interesting. Why not? So yeah. That's pretty cool. Well, listen, like I said, uh, you know, since my involvement in the industry, there haven't been too many people that have stood out to me uh, much more than you. And uh, just the fact that, you know, the leadership that you've taken on with PPAI, I mean, that's challenging uh, for sure. And, I, you know, especially, you know, in a pandemic, I know that you were uh, past past chair for that, I believe, right? You were past chair? Yep. Yep. So, um, I understand that, you know, you take a little bit more of a, I guess, a backseat at that point. I don't know, but maybe we can talk a little bit about that. You know, that's a, an interesting perspective, but I, I think it's interesting just to talk about the, the, the PPAI board and how they've handled this situation, uh, you know, with the pandemic as a, as a whole, just because it, it is so fascinating, the amount of work that you guys have put in as a board. I mean, typically board service, you think, you know, once or twice a month, maybe you get together on a phone call or an in-person meeting or something. But, uh, you know, I've heard that you guys got together almost weekly, um, you know, during the pandemic to discuss topics and to keep things moving. So it's a big time commitment and uh, we appreciate the service that you put in. Mm -hmm. um, you so. do it poised and with grace. That's oh, thanks. <laughs> it was fun. It was, you know, it's one of those things that I've been fortunate to have a lot of cool opportunities and I enjoyed it. So I'm grateful for the opportunity to get to surf. It was cool. That's cool. So why don't we talk about your time as a board, uh, as a board member? Uh, Cause I think as the chair, like you guys, PPA, I used to like travel quite a bit, right? Um, yeah, I saw back in the day, you know, if people like you guys <laughs> Good old go, days. going to China and things like that, like where, where did you get to go? You went to Germany. I know you did that, right? Yeah, I went to Germany. I went to the UK um, I went up with Paul to advertising week in New York, which was pretty freaking cool. Uh, he led a session up there to talk about kind of the power of promotional products and that advertising medium, because, you know, being a little hidden industry, we are so much focus gets put on technology or normal channels of marketing that people typically think of and don't necessarily think of promotional products as the advertising medium. So PPAI has put in a ton of work probably over the past five or six years heavily, but for a while. So we got to go to that and that was cool to get to go to all of the sessions and um, listen to his speaking, but just, I guess, getting recognized in that medium to advocate for the industry is something that I don't think is always seen, but the behind the scenes work that PPAI does there and that Paul spent a lot of time doing for relevancy and um, kind of 
making the image a lot higher end, right? From trinkets and trash to actual advertising was pretty cool. Yeah, traveled all over. It seems like I was somewhere for either Snugs or for PPAI about every week. So fortunately, we had a good team, have a good team to hold down the fort at Snugs. And it was really cool. But it, I mean, I think for all of us, this past year has been so strange, especially if you traveled all the time where you're just kind of. Jeff and I, yeah, we were just like. Yeah. You know, your name has come up so many times on, on other podcasts when we were either talking about board members or, or PPAI or whatever, your name has come up so many times. But the one thing that I really want to talk about is, I mean, I mean, I guess it would be a segue into it, but Snugs has really supported you in this journey. And I, it's, I'm excited. I was so excited when I saw that you had, had received this amazing promotion along with two other fellow ladies. And I, you don't see that very often. You really don't. And, I, and nothing against anybody in this industry, but to, to see three of these beautiful, strong ladies that are just amazing and doing amazing things in, on the supplier side to just be promoted and, and be recognized like that is just really incredible. Um, did you, I mean, I'm sure you knew the promotion was coming. I don't know. Tell us, tell us a little bit about that. Like, like your thoughts on it and yeah, I mean, I think starting off with like Brandon Mackey, so he's our owner and he is just pure gold. I don't know if you guys know him very yeah. well, but he has a heart of gold. He's one of the most genuine and giving people that I've ever met. And he's so just down to earth and he was on the board before, so he knew the commitment. So it's kind of nice to have somebody understand what somebody is getting into. So before I even applied for the board, I said, hey, you know what this goes through. If I end up getting the gig, is it thumbs up <laughs> or thumbs down? He's like, go get it. You know, just tell me what you need. Oh, um, awesome. So he's Very super cool. supportive. Uh, Kathy DeFrancesco, we were talking with Stephen mm-hmm. earlier, just moved here last week. And so that's fun to have a friend and a coworker as she took on the VP of sales role. And then Sabrina, who's a total badass and she's really involved in the regional up at UMAP. Um, she's been in the industry for a few years. We stole out from another one. So yeah, they just, I mean, they're incredible and they rock and we have such a strong team, but even besides, I guess the three of us that got recognized, I mean, Sidra has been here for over 15 years and it's super big powerhouse who's mentored so many of us. We have Roseanne and Rennell, who's our CIO and our CFO um, in high positions up there. And a ton of our sales team has either been here for forever or kind of finding their roots. I know Jeff was talking about the regional community, but getting involved. And so it is nice to see a lot of women, I think, being elevated. Our guys are just as incredible. If not, it's interesting with this whole phenomena of like women's empowerment and stuff and how that you know, I guess maybe there's a little bit more light on that. And I'm sure people have a lot of different opinions on that, but we just, I guess we also don't look at it as women versus men. We just have a freaking kick-ass crew. Good for you. Good for you. I like that. Yep. Good for you. Speaking of uh, you and Brandon, I saw that you guys were moving up 11 spots on the power 50 2020 list. So (laughs) so you guys, you guys are now 15th on the on that power 50 list from November of last year. So that's awesome. Congratulations on that. Cool. Thanks. Close We're going for number one. So what do you, what <laughs> do you, um... wait, Charity. No, Charity's not under the radar. Under the radar. <laughs> I think Jeremy. Was, yeah. So what do you feel about the, uh, the importance or the significance of, cause you'd mentioned like, you know, women empowerment and things like that. So how do you feel about the, uh, the importance or, or emphasis of, being sort of a badass woman in pair uh, and, and promo and, and recognizing that sort of thing. 
It's so, I guess it's kind of weird to me because when I grew up, my parents raised me, not that I needed to prove myself because I was a woman. They just taught me do your best because you should. And so for me, it was never trying to beat out the guys. It was trying to beat myself and improve on what I am. So I have a very good understanding and appreciation for the work that's gone in decades before today and the challenges and obstacles that were very real and what other people had to overcome. I guess if I've had to overcome them, which I'm sure in hindsight, as I look back, I probably did, but I didn't recognize it at the time because I didn't give it any credibility. It wasn't, I need to figure this out because I'm a woman and yell louder because I'm a woman. And it was just, I don't know, you go your own route. And fortunately I had support around it. And I think being naive or oblivious or choosing to be naive and oblivious was probably good, right? If you try to go out and prove yourself, I feel like sometimes you fall short. You just go to your best. I love that. I love that message. Go to your best. Cause I, I feel like in this day and age, it's like, you have to prove yourself and you're just like, you don't, people feel like that. I'm not saying you have to people, yeah. a lot of people feel like they have to speak louder to be heard and you don't necessarily, you just have to do your best. That will goes a long way. That's for sure. There's one person you got to compare yourself to. And that's the one that's facing you in the mirror for sure. You know, as long as you're challenging yourself every day and doing your best every day and holding yourself accountable. uh, I think that's, that speaks volumes. So So, Brittany, I know um, you had some involvement with PPEF as well. Correct. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that um, we had, we had had them, few months ago or several podcasts ago about uh, that organization as well. And that's, what was your role with the PPEF? I just served as the board liaison on that committee last year. It's the role for the past chair. And then there's other board members that serve on that board as well. So last year was an interesting time going through Mm -hmm. the COVID and what would normally be raised. But I think that continuing (laughs) whenever people can give to the education foundation, I mean, school and that need doesn't go away. And so it's something that's a great thing to give when you can. And some years look different than others, whether it's time, money depends, but yeah, got to be a part of that. It's a really good organization. So what have you done uh, differently? And I know this is sort of switching topics a little bit, but what, what have you done differently this year to sort of, because uh, you'd mentioned you're traveling like literally every week or was. Uh, so I know Meg and I have, have sort of suffered through that as well. But uh, what have you done differently this year to sort of keep yourself occupied when you're when you're not traveling? Because I know it's difficult for people that are used to it. Uh, it's it's a challenge. Yeah, so- Outside of work, I got to enjoy a Utah summer, which is the first time in a decade, which was awesome because the mountains are like a 30 minute drive away. So I bought a paddleboard and I went paddleboarding. I became a morning person a few days a week and got up and got to watch the sunrise. And I bought a mountain bike and I have some scars and bruises that I think have lasted forever to prove it. So I've gotten to get outdoors and enjoy instead of just, you know, what states away or a flight away. Um, what's in my own backyard, which was pretty rewarding when you look at the silver linings of COVID from all of the crap to some of the magic. That's awesome. It is awesome. I'm jealous. (laughs) And like you, Meg, I got, I've been for the past couple of years getting super into yoga. So I do yoga probably five or six times a week. So that became something that I could actually make a routine that has put me in a much better place mentally and physically. And I think uh, that helped me get through the past year in a really weird way. You have your own goats as well. So you can be goat <laughs> yeah, little baby alpacas, little ghosts to jump on up. They're so cute. 
They are so but cute. Yoga is awesome. It was. Did you do it at the? Uh, well, you couldn't. Or we, we had this conversation. I feel like you wanted to, or you couldn't, or you did. Or I did you it there? one I of the mornings. <laughs> yeah, I did it one of the mornings early on. I missed the beginning of it, but oh my gosh, like all these little critters crawling so on top of you is so <laughs> weird and cute. You had to tend to your the llama, so I mean, you couldn't be gone for too long. So. Yep, and then had to tend the llama and alpaca. <laughs> <laughs> So Taking care of the farm animals. How, <laughs> how did you guys come up with that idea to do that? Because I know that was that's when you stole the show uh, at Expo mm. to you, right? Yeah, I can't even remember how it started. I'm sure it started with some random conversation of just weird stuff. We talk about lots of weird stuff, and it was the thing that like just wouldn't go away. Like you say something that's silly or stupid or whatever, and then somebody keeps bringing it up. Like, but what about and the- then it became a yeah. thing. <laughs> And marketing's like, no, we don't need a gimmick. I was like, but freaking alpacas are that. Yeah. Yeah. So then it just became the ongoing joke that actually materialized and was a ton of fun. Did you name her Tina? No, I can't remember the names anymore. Tina, eat your ham. (laughs) Tina, eat your food. (laughs) Sorry for the bad. So Brittany, what would you, I mean, could you give uh, any other women that are maybe listening or watching the, uh, the podcast, any advice as far as, you know, what they can do to maybe step up their game or, uh, you know, just maybe survive a little bit better each day with the current situation? Like what, what would you, what would you give or shed light on? Yeah, I think it doesn't even apply to women, but just in general, one thing I heard last night in yoga was the phrase, like, don't pour from, from an empty cup that you have to be full first. And I think so many of us in age might not matter, but I feel like the younger I am, the bigger the grind was. And I know you should always be grinding, but I think that sometimes you make a lot of sacrifices that you don't realize you're making until you look in hindsight. So make sure that you're taking care of yourself. But the other thing I would say is stay humble because as soon as you start believing your own hype, you become an asshole. (laughs) Like, I don't know. I think that there's something just being true to yourself and knowing who you are. I think that there's, you know, whether it's because you're a female and you're this, that you all of a sudden have the spotlight is just stay true to who you are. Because as soon as you try to put put on a show or think that you're so great, I think that sometimes your feet get swept from under you. So. I think people are really good at sniffing that out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so you can easily fall off the mountaintop uh, much faster than you rose or, or, you know, climbed it. So yeah. Yeah. And surround yourself with good people. I mean, look at you guys, like the three of you all bonded and have your little bro-y gal pal game, you know, like (laughs) that goes on, but life's so much more fun when you surround yourself with good people. And I love surrounding myself with people that have different views or that I think are smarter than me because you learn so much and you grow. So hundred percent. I love everything that you had to say today, Brittany. I know we were here talking about the amazing women in in promo and you were able to literally not just talk. I I just love what you did and everything that you said and how you didn't want to exclude the men and I, and I think that's really good because it just shows how strong you are you didn't have to come up and be like hear me roar I'm a woman like oh. <laughs> I mean you could have and we've been like we love you but like <laughs> you just you you came here and you I just love everything you said I just have to say that I'm sorry but it was just really amazing and really inspirational and I hope everyone is hearing that and I don't know I'm done as a Brittany <laughs> <your> <laughs> As it relates to all the industry experience you have, any suggestions on people getting involved in different programs? I mean, obviously you don't want to pick a favorite here, but 
some, you know, people that want to get started and get involved in some different um, organizations, what would be your suggestion? Heck yeah, I would say figure out why you want to volunteer to begin with, because different roles look different. Um, I would say reach out, like I'm always here if anybody wants to pick my brain, but reach out to people who do volunteer and ask about their experience, because I think they can either not only tell you what something's about, but also give you a recommendation. I think that, you know, whenever I wanted to get involved, I, I was working for Sage. I was like, I don't even know how you get involved. I just know I want to get involved. And so someone's like, well, try this. And so that led to meeting other people who said, and then go try this. And it just became a community. So I think the best thing is talking to other people who are involved in what their experience has been and trying different things out. And if one thing isn't that fun, there's got to be something else that you enjoy and feel like you're getting something out of or giving to. So lots of opportunities. And there's a lot of volunteer opportunities in this industry. That is for sure. That is for sure. And if you are not sure, just, I mean, reach out to one of us and we can point you in the right direction. You know, there's regional boards, there's all kinds of different networking things. Uh, I'm on the promo cares board. I'm not in a regional association anymore, but I was on Sagney. I was in CPBA and we have one of the youngest people over here. It was a president or something. (laughs) Second youngest? Uh, Jeff. So yeah, Brittany, this, this all stems back from, I think, uh, who was it? Cuddy was on here and I was Cuddy, like, oh, yeah. are you, uh, were you like the youngest like president? And then just like, no, that was me. <laughs> it oh, it was me, but I think I got Trump. Wasn't, didn't we have somebody else on that was like, uh, no, probably or something. Might have been Kaylee, actually. Uh, I don't remember, but either way, it's not important. It wasn't. wasn't. wasn't the you make it seem like it's very important. Yeah. I just can't have John Cudahy getting accolades when. Yeah. when, when Poor John. That's fair. You know? Fair enough. Poor John. I don't know if he's listening anymore. He used to listen to us all the time, but you know, he's got more important things to do now. <laughs> So, uh, well, listen, do you guys have any other questions for, for Brittany or do, do we want to do a rapid fire today or what, how do you, how do you want to handle this? Yeah, I actually, you know I, what? I, I have a question. Think on it. Meg and Steven, think on it if you guys have any other questions, but Brittany, you had mentioned that, uh, you know, the, the, the saying was, you know, never pour from an empty cup. And I, that really resonates like that, that means a lot. And, uh, so how would you, like, is there anything you would do to like practice that or to identify that when it's happening? Uh, or if you see somebody else doing it, like, how would you approach them to try to get them to realize it? Oh, puppy in the background. Yeah. So one thing I was talking to my business coach yesterday and one thing that I read this book over COVID that was called the book of joy. And it talks about eight pillars that give you joy. And I think understanding, first of all, what brings you joy and what makes you feel fulfilled is the first piece of it, because I think it's a lot easier to figure out if you're in balance with that. Because if you know what makes you happy, if you know what makes you grateful, I think you have a better sense of where you are. And he had just given me a reminder yesterday. He's like, go through those again and make sure you're in check. Like think of two to three things around each of those and see if, you know, there's anything that's off that's draining you that hasn't really been brought to your attention. So I think just knowing what makes you happy and making sure that you're feeding that. That's awesome. Do you guys want to get into the topic of like naming maybe a couple people that you think is a badass woman in, in promo? Yeah, or is that, I thought or is so that too, actually. I don't, I don't think we could list everybody. No, but I think we should list a couple. And I, and I actually, because I feel like we, I didn't realize our title was going to be Badass Women of Promo, but I, we, we have to give that to Charity because she is the baddest, okay? Yeah, like that's <laughs> not our bitch. phrase. <laughs> I believe Charity coined that. She even has the podcast called Badass Women in Promo. So. Yes. Yeah, as well. But, uh, yeah, I mean, she coined it and it, it just fits. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to use it. 
Yeah, for sure. She is, she's just doing so much. She's like the voice behind so many different suppliers. I mean, I use this coaster every day. You could say she gave me one of these. She's just amazing. She's doing so much. She's, you know, very empowering and very strong. I remember when she was just like this new kid, you know, and, and now she's just top of her game. I'm so proud. I'm just proud of her, you know, like she's just really, she's awesome, but that'll be my, my first one, but that was an easy one, obviously. So (laughs) She's a good person for sure. Um, like you talked about surrounding yourself with good people. She's definitely a good person to, to hang out with and mingle with. Steven, you have anybody you'd like to mention? I mean, we had uh, Joanna Gottlieb on here before and she's doing just amazing work and like she amazing. comes to mind. Yep. Ton of stuff with diversity. I mean, I saw her, she's doing stuff now that uh, Halo and Axis are one, I guess, or I don't want to say that wrong, but she, I saw that the she power was doing of like a, yeah, whatever, <laughs> um, a diversity <laughs> panel with them too. And I'm seeing that everywhere and people really are wanting to learn more. And I feel like that's so amazing. And I, I, when you first, you know, look at her, you don't think that she would have much to say on diversity, you know, and then you get to know her and you hear her you story. Her, yeah. and you're like, wow, like she really knows what she's talking about. And I just like listening to her. And ever since we had her on our podcast, I follow her more and I'm just so intrigued by her, her enthusiasm and her knowledge on the subject. And I just, she's one of my, my top favorite people right now. <laughs> yeah. Brittany, do you have anybody else that you'd like to mention? You know, it's funny, Brandon and I have talked about this is when you start naming people, it's like the Oscars and you say somebody and then you leave somebody out and it's like, oh, I know. I always, always, <laughs> so, always. Yeah, I wasn't I mean, sure if we wanted to go down this route or not. But I know, I know. We can highlight. You know, it, we're just each going to name one. I, you know, there's so, so many. I was talking to Teresa Moissant the other day that's just freaking awesome and Joanne and, you know, all of those people that you hear about that aren't overused names. They're they're always front of mind because they're so incredible. But, you know, Michelle Bell, she's she's such a badass. I mean, she is. She's just... She's not on the social all the time, except for her Twitter and she's freaking hilarious and she doesn't look for the glory, but she is pretty She special. is the glory. That's all there is to she's it. She, <laughs> we had her on the podcast a few weeks ago too, back in November. Yep. So yep. love her. So, I, you know, there's so many people that I could list. I mean, I, I want to go the Dana Geiger or Taylor Borscht route. Um, yes, awesome. Kind of stupid not to mention one of them, but uh, I want to say Sarah Webb. I don't even know Sarah Webb. Let me preface this, okay? I don't even know her, but I know that during Expo Direct to You, uh, PPAI put out that uh, the newsletter, and they, you know, she got a little bit of a spotlight because she had the the um, I guess the cognitive uh, discipline or idea to basically do a, a a company outing. You know, instead of, hey, instead of going to Vegas and we're going to walk the show floor together and do this and whatever, they actually rented an Airbnb and they stayed in the house. They were wearing matching pajamas and sitting down in front of the couch, like in front of the TV, uh, you know, actually going through the trade show together. And I just think it was just such an outside of the box, unique thing to do. And um, I do actually want to have her on the podcast with us as well to sort of discuss say, that. Yeah, Sarah. Just that kind of outside of the box thinking, I think is so unique and, and, you know, really gives people a fresh perspective on things. So I'm going to mention her. Awesome. Do you guys know Vicki Ostrom? Yep. I'm saying that right with Sandmar. Yeah. Man, she is such a girl crush of mine. She <laughs> is so cool and so smart and I feel like a little bit under the radar she's been more I think in front as COVID's happened in ways to communicate but she I met her at WLC a few years ago and she gave an incredible presentation on trends 
um, and trend setting, but she is just so cool and she really so yeah. down to earth and fun. That's awesome. That is awesome. All right. Rapid fire. Thank you. Are we yeah, doing do you it? Wanna, no. Do you want to do it? No, I got a question. You got a question? Well, I got one too. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. I'll go. I'll just go first then since I'm ready. Unless you want to go first, Steven. I'll go. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Ski or snowboard? Ski. Snowboard. So I think it depends on what you try first. <laughs> because <laughs> if you're like, I'm a skier, Ski. yeah. And then you go to Ski. snowboard, you're like, whoa, I can't, I don't trust myself. But then if you're like a snowboarder, it's like hard to go back to skiing. So I definitely feel safer skiing. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. I would feel so much safer snowboarding. I, I think I've never skied, so maybe, you know, maybe That's, it doesn't matter, yeah. but ultimately yeah. like, I don't know. I feel like I, I would have a much easier time breaking a leg skiing than snowboarding. Yeah. They say the most common accidents of snowboarders are broken arms. Most common with skiers yeah, or legs. Post. Yeah. You know what, when you're in Utah, it doesn't freaking matter. Okay. They've got so Do much. It all. Do it all. You can, Do you can be all. foot under the snow, just gliding. Like you're not going to fall. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. One person in this industry that you have never met that you want to meet. Mm. I know. Well, well, funny answer. It, my answer would have been Meg. Cause remember we had never met until, <laughs> <laughs> until the last live show. Brittany, when did we meet? Like, was it EME? Like 15, probably 12, something years ago. It was crazy. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yep. My girl crush. Good old days. <laughs> Good old days. I'll just say Sarah Webb. Because yeah. I said I don't know her. There you go. I want to meet Kate Plummer. Unless Kate I've already Plummer. met her and just forgot. I don't think so. Actually, I don't think I have. No. I Kate's Kate cursing Plummer. at you right now. She's like, you I know. I know. <laughs> She's like, We've met like a dozen I, times, I put myself Meg. on the spot. Okay. I, put my, I didn't have anybody prepared. I just. <laughs> it was your question. I thought it was a good question. <laughs> I love Kate. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I know who I don't know because usually if I want to meet someone, I find a way to go seek them out and meet well, them. That's the thing. And we're on social media all the time. And like we talk yeah. to these people. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, wait, do, do I know her? Because I mm-hmm. talk to her on Facebook all the time. Yeah. So yeah. Very cool. Yeah. All right. So oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm going to ask who is you? Favorite, <laughs> favorite, favorite place that you've traveled? Thailand. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, so out of the country then, are we just saying, or? Favorite place? Or whatever. I mean, yeah. if it's your favorite place, it's your favorite place. You tell me. Well, the Suez Canal was very cool. I don't know if it was my favorite place. I had like people with like AKs on my, to my West and, you know, so I don't know, but it was definitely the most unique experience going through the Suez Canal, I would have to say. Hands down, nothing ever like it. Way to take the question and make it your own. i'd say the amalfi coast in italy was my favorite spot i've been to i want to go there beautiful Mm. so cool wow was that personal or was that for work personal (laughs) ppai retreat so much i want to be on the ppi board now (laughs) pre-covid um yeah, I would have to say, I would say Hawaii, just because, you know, I've gone to Cancun so much. I, that's normally the go-to just because it's very inexpensive. Uh, you get treated like a king or a queen and it's beautiful. Like, why wouldn't you go there? Uh, but Hawaii was special just because it was, you know, something very different and uh, equally beautiful in different ways. So. Awesome. Looks beautiful. <laughs> Brittany, did you want it? Do you have a question for us? You don't have to. Yeah. 
Who's yeah. going to win the NCAA college football championship this coming year? What are my choices? Good <laughs> football. ECU, obviously. <laughs> okay. I'll go with TCU then. Are they in it? Are they in it? <laughs> I don't really. Uh, probably going to be Alabama. I'm going to get so much flack for this. I don't really co- follow uh, college football too much, but I'll just say Bama. It's not Bama. Maybe Clemson. I'll say Clemson. Utah. Who's it going to be, Brett? Texas A&M. Texas A&M. They ah! got hosed this last year out of the final four. They're going to come with a revenge comeback. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I had something to contribute to this conversation. I just don't want to go <laughs> football. I'm like, I don't even know who's in it. <laughs> you said TCU. You're good. You know, but yeah. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Well, look, uh, you know, if you don't know who to root for uh, in, in sports, you could always just root for, for Tech Weld in promo. Like, there you go. You know, like, why not? Uh, look, it's very smooth. Let me tell you, uh, the master at it right here. I'm getting better. <laughs> Tech Weld USA made in a world filled with worry regarding overseas products. Uh, they offer a lot of USA made products to help separate themselves from the promotional products pack. Uh, and you know, one of the things that really separates them is they, uh, they were winners of the distributor choice awards for sunglasses. Uh, they won in 2019 distributor choice award for sunglass category. Uh, there are uh, many, many SKUs uh, for sunglasses and they're FDA approved and they offer UVA and UVB protection. Um, and you know, another thing that's relative right now is, uh, is kidding, you know, like how, how many, how many people have switched or, or done kits this year that have never done a kit before. Uh, so TechWeld's got a huge, uh, kit program, uh, they, it's coined come kit around with us. Um, but you know, it's a, it's a kit initiative and they've got eight different stock packages for their, for their kits. They've got an EVA bag, a PVC tent pouch, a PVC tube, an organza bag, a pillow pouch, BTL 202, which is a 30 ounce tumbler. And uh, they've also got a retro lunchbox, uh, which is awesome, by the way, really good, really good lunchboxes. Uh, not uh, many players in the industry are focusing too heavily on uh, on kits, and uh, so it helps them really hone in on the market and, and separate themselves even more and expand upon their already vast kit line uh, that they've got. So be sure to go check them out at techweld.com. Uh, you really won't be sorry that you did. I promise you that. Uh, so with that being said, guys, Brittany, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, guys. Yes, yeah. thank you. Thanks for having me. Good to see you. Absolutely. Good to see you too. Take care, guys. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Promo Corner's Industry Insider. For more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos, visit promocorner.com.